Vote like your health depends on it. Welcome to SBH Bronx Health Talk, produced by SBH Health System and broadcast from the beautiful studios at St. Barnabas Hospital in the Bronx. I'm Faith Daniel. Voting is one of the most important rights citizens have in a democracy. However, voting wasn't always a right to all. In the 1800s, only land-owning white men were eligible to vote. In 1869, the 15th Amendment allowed black men to vote. Not until 1920, almost 50 years later, were women given the right to vote. In 1965, the Voting Rights Act prohibited racial and other discrimination in voting. SBH has embarked on a mission to ensure that staff and the public have the information they need to register and vote in the November 2020 elections and beyond. Voting is an opportunity for your voice to be heard and allows you to decide who makes the decisions on the issues that you are most passionate about, ranging from healthcare to the economy. With me today to discuss SBH's voter campaign and the intersections voting and healthcare have is Maya Ceballos, health educator in the External Affairs Department at SBH Health System. Welcome, Maya. Hi, babe. So nice to have you. The United States has had a long history pertaining to voting. It has had a lot of classism, racism that has been involved in it. So it is very confusing for folks. So could you explain like how to vote and what's the process? Sure. So since now we're in COVID era, there's multiple ways to vote. So you can either go to your polling site, your designated polling site, or you can request an absentee ballot, print out your absentee ballot from the Board of Elections website, fill it out, mail it in, or you can go to the polling site and drop it off. What's the process? So somebody fills it out. When can somebody know that it's complete and it's in and they can feel good about that? Well, there's nothing to definitely define like it's complete and it's done. You kind of get a notice if something is missing, letting you know that it's not going to count because it's missing something. What's best is you can actually speak to someone who knows at the polling site. You can ask them, look, I want to make sure this is filled out correctly. Can you please help me with this? Or, you know, for SBH employees, they can always reach out to me and I'll sit there and happily help them fill it out. And is there anything specific folks should keep in mind um, when they're filling it out to make sure? Definitely sign that envelope. That is the number one mistake that people make is they fill out the absentee ballot, put it in the envelope and forget to sign the back end date. So if you don't do that, that's automatically just lost. So it's good to always double check and make sure that you filled out everything correctly. And why is SBH embarking on this mission to help folks vote? So voting is important. In this like COVID era, you know, somebody mentioned to me that people are finally have seen the impact that government has on their lives. You know, we're all stuck at home. There's not much to get done and we're paying a lot more attention. This is really like no other election we've ever had. People, a lot of people are now noticing what an impact this government has and how important it is to vote. The other thing is that next year, New York is going to have some really important elections going on. 
we're electing a new mayor, a new governor, and new community leaders. So that's a direct impact to New York residents. So it's important for us to be mindful of that, be prepared for it, and really get familiar with the people that are planning on running, get to know a little bit about them so you can make a good sound decision. Right. Yeah. The stakes are high. You're right. They you know, are. I feel like for months, our eyes have been like staring at the TV screen, trying to understand like what policies are coming out, what mandates are coming out, even the mask mandate or something like that. Yeah. And who we put in office matters greatly because those are the people we're going to be listening to. It does. It does. And I know that it can be kind of mind numbing because it's just so much information coming at us all at once and from everywhere. But just know it's better to be informed than not be informed. It doesn't matter who you choose. What matters is that you make a decision that you feel is right for you, right for your community. So it's good to have some knowledge of what is going on because that's what's going to help guide you in your final decision. Right. And you also, like you said, you want that person to represent the values that are most important to you that are going to advocate for you and address the issues that are in your community and the things that impact you personally as well. Yes. You're going to notice it. You know, that's the one thing about Washington and everything is it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. We're noticing it now because of everything that's going on. But before, you barely really paid attention. The majority weren't really paying attention. But when it comes to like your local government, you definitely feel that. Any change they make, you feel it. So it's it's very important. It's right. crucial. And where can folks go to learn more about the candidates? So they could always go to the Board of Elections website. And at the Board of Elections website, you can do anything. You could get all your deadlines, you can request your absentee ballot, you can print it out from there. Plus you can learn about the candidates, you can learn about you know, what you're voting for in the ballot this year. And tell me a little bit more about the voter campaign that SBH is embarking in. So the voter campaign kind of started as a way to test and see ways that we can get this information out to the public, especially SBH employees and just see what strategies work because next year we're gonna be doing this again. And we wanna do it so that it has the greatest impact. So we're out there tabling, out there in the community board meetings, talking about the voter registration campaign and any event that we can kind of get ourselves into, that's what we're doing. And the campaign is unique because I think people would probably ask, well, why is a hospital doing like a voter campaign? You know, like this isn't their lane kind of thing. And I'm like, not true. (laughs) This is so important for us because voting impacts healthcare. It impacts so many aspects of it. And people are in the waiting rooms and they're waiting maybe 10, 15 minutes. And what better time to meet with somebody like you and just ask a few questions. Right. Which is what's so great about our campaign this year is that we connected with Vote ER and they created these badges for us that we could distribute to employees around the hospital. And it's literally an easy, you know, point your camera at the QR code and you get access to the link where you can check your registration, request an absentee ballot, 
find out where your polling site is. So it's all there, all in an instant click. And it also makes it easier for the employees here to do their registration, request their absentee ballot. You know, everybody has different hours. So it's just an easy way for you to get the information out there to people that come to visit patients, to the patients and to the employees. And it allows you to have like a one-on-one, like five minutes on like clarifying any issues that people may have. Yeah. Um, and also helps folks navigate the websites because things are really complicated. Sometimes. They can be. They can be. They, it can be complicated mostly because you're also involving the DMV website to help you kind of register. And that could get a little confusing sometimes. So I do enjoy that I get the one-on-one. Because it's a confusing thing. Not a lot of people knew that they could even come here to get a registration form. What I heard a lot from some residents of the neighborhood was they didn't know where they could go to get a registration form. And nobody they knew could guide them. So they just happened by chance to find me standing in front of the hospital with these posters everywhere. You know, talking about this. And I was able to actually get some of them registered. Yeah, and that's amazing. It's such a great opportunity. And I think the program itself is so innovative because it integrates the two. And it also kind of forces you to think a little bit more critically about the intersections between healthcare and voting and politics in general. Could you speak a little bit more about how voting impacts us or give an example on how voting impacts healthcare? Oh, my God. Well, it impacts healthcare in a lot of ways. I think that a lot of people don't realize how. It has to do with cost of care. Who's getting care? The policies that deal with health care, Medicaid, Medicare, coverage, all of that. Prescriptions. Yeah. I mean, it affects every aspect of the health care system. So it's very important. And I know that now that we're still going through this pandemic and flu season is coming, that health care is... People are starting to see how important it is to have health care. And we have a lot of people that had no health insurance at all. It's crucial. It's crucial for people to have health care. And then when you think about the Bronx, too, majority of the folks that live yeah. here are on Medicaid and Medicare. Like yeah. they rely on that system in order to get care, in order to get coverage. So for that to be like in question, given the election, is something for us to be very alarmed by and like really focused on trying to make sure that we're going to continue to get the care that we deserve, that we continue to get the coverage that we need. For people that have pre-existing conditions, we know that the Bronx, like there are higher rates of diabetes, hypertension, mm-hmm. heart disease, and we want to make sure that they're going to get their medications and at affordable rates. And not only that, but just doctors themselves getting what they need, the nurses getting what they need in order to provide great health care, in order to provide great service to the residents of the Bronx. It affects all of that. Right. For hospitals to stay open. Exactly. So it's crucial. It's life or death in many aspects. It really is. And I personally think it's so inhumane for anybody to have to decide, can I afford this medication that's going to keep me alive? Or should I go to the doctor? Like, can I afford this? I feel like money should never be a reason that deters somebody from getting the care they need. Because you're thinking of it as it's a human right, which it is. Yeah, it's a human right. It's a human right. We want to survive. We want to 
be able to still function, be independent. And it's kind of hard to do that when you spend your time stressing about how am I going to get the money to even cover this medication or cover this doctor's visit? Or do I eat or do I get my medication? Like no one should ever have to make that kind of decision. Right. Any myths about voting that you can dispel for us? I know there's a lot of myths that people have about it. I think the biggest myth is that people kind of feel like if it's a presidential election, I don't really need to participate. So everybody's voting. It doesn't really matter. They're going to choose who they're going to choose and that's it. Oh, they're not going to choose who I want. But... I think you have to consider that we have to function together. In order to create change, we have to work together. So it helps that all of us vote. You said it at the beginning, it's a right. And it's an important right. If you really look at the history of voting and having the right to vote, it's important. People lost their lives just for us to have a say. And I mean, looking at the timeline, it was white men. Then it was black men. Then it was women. And then we're not even talking about like the language barriers that come, which came after there were some amendments for the Voting Rights Act. But it's like, even with that, like there was so much, there was a fight. And it's like, are we going to let that go in vain? Yeah, I mean, everything was a fight. Once you think they're doing something, they're going in the right direction, they backtrack. Like in New Jersey, back in the 1800s, even slaves could vote in New Jersey. Everybody could. And then, for some reason, they backtracked on that and changed it. And then they weren't allowed to vote. It's a constant battle, is what it is. If we all work together, our voices would be a lot louder. I mean, even after white men, then black men, then women, then there were all these barriers that were put in place to stop people from voting. There were literacy tests, there were taxes, like there were so many obstacles put in place to stop us from voting. (laughs) So if your grandfather voted, you were exempt from paying the tax to vote. But slaves... They were just freed, so they had nobody before them to vote. So they all had to pay, and how were they going to pay that money? Right. So it's just, yeah, anything to try and, like, just keep it under control. They just wanted to keep it under control. Like, these are the people we want to vote. These are the people we don't want, but we don't just don't want to make it obvious. (laughs) And then now that we have this right, I want us to use it. You know, I want us to have our voices heard. There's, it's true that there are powers in numbers. Yes. And it's so important. It's so important. And I know it can be discouraging sometimes and it could be disappointing, but you still have to keep trying. You still have to keep fighting for what you believe in. And you kind of have to push through and just know you just kind of keep going and eventually things will start to work out. And how would you respond to the person that says, I only vote every four years for the president, that's it. It doesn't matter if I vote for the local government vacancies. What would you say to that person? I would say that's great that you vote for the president every four years, but you definitely, it's a direct impact when it comes to local government. So you definitely want to vote for local government you want to do both that is very important (laughs) right i mean you're gonna feel that for sure 
you're going to feel government, but not as much as you will feel local government. Any policies that they pass or anything, you're going to definitely feel it when it comes. So Mm -hmm. you want to make sure that you choose someone that kind of has your same ideals that you feel is going to lead the city or the state in the direction you feel it should go. I mean, think about, for example, even with COVID, states had the authority to decide on what mandates they wanted to roll out. Think about the states that mandated masks and who didn't or who waited. Or think about the states that had closures happen first or second or later. So it's like all those things impact us. That happened like on a daily basis. And it was like the next day we were impacted. Right. You've definitely... You want to know who's trying to be your leader and you have to decide, like, is this the person I feel is right to lead? Right. You know? Well, thank you so much, Maya, for joining us on SBH Bronx Health Talk. For more information about voting, please visit elections, E-L-E-C-T-I-O-N-S dot N-Y dot gov. Make sure you're registered and make sure to vote. Your vote matters. It's important and it impacts so many parts of your life. Yes. And early voting in New York starts October 24th. And if you have your absentee ballot and you're unsure on how to fill it out or if you have any questions about voting, please reach out to me at M-C-E-B-A-L-L-O-S-2 at sbhny.org. Thank you. Thank you.